Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, today with my fabulous co-host. Hey, everyone. This is Chris Nicole, Glam Girl Bikini Coach and IFBB Bikini Pro. And we are so grateful that you are on the podcast today. I know you're feeling under the weather. Um, so yeah. thank you for taking the time to do that. Of course. We do have a big week ahead of us here mm-hmm. coming up. Chris and I are heading out to Vegas to see each other and be re- reunited on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So very excited about that. And with the Olympia coming about, and this is probably one of the momentous, like, biggest events in bikini history I would say in regards to the Olympia for several different reasons so this long-awaited event is going to be just epic and it's going to be something that I think you know in the past we've been able to kind of like give our predictions and our opinions but we kind of came to the conclusion that we're just going to present you with all these (laughs) athletes and kind of what they've done head-to-head what you know, what their strengths, maybe areas that they might like fall short in Mm -hmm. and just give kind of as best we can our non-biased opinions of just where everything is kind of lying for this year. And so it's not going to exactly be a prediction just because I think with these 58 athletes, it's going to be very difficult. A lot of them are really solid competitors so um it could be anybody's game really um what are your thoughts before we dive in chris yes and this is the four first year that there's four miss olympias competing against each other so the level of competition you know olympia always brings the best but it is like top of the top i remember watching competitions this year and just being overwhelmed looking at the pittsburgh pro lineup and the Olympia is definitely the Super Bowl, um, and it is this one's going to be monumentous. So, um, with 58 athletes this year, comparable to last year was 35. There's going to be plenty to see this weekend. Yeah, and it's interesting because this is the longest amount of time that um, the athletes have had to prep for a show with the COVID overrun and mm-hmm. just kind of dates switching around and it getting moved back into December they the athletes this year had 14 months to qualify versus the typical 12 month qualifying period so that's we probably won't see another hopefully we won't because that means we don't have a pandemic um again but we hopefully won't see this again um where there's quite so much qualification time so other changes that I think are interesting that will throw an interesting variable into the loop when it comes to judging is that the posing routines will be modified and shorter at 45 seconds long with no back walks. So yeah. that's going to, I mean, obviously with this many athletes, it'd be hard for everybody to be able to do, uh, you know, a 90 second routine anyway with the back walks that would get very, I mean, I can't imagine being a judge sitting there through 58 athletes' individual routines. However, they are pros. They do deserve uh, a longer time, obviously. But this should make an interesting, uh, you know, element. So Absolutely. Yes. Get ready. (laughs) (laughs) So do you want to go over some of the um, titles 
that will be. So first of all, I think it's interesting that there's two people that are defending their title because Janet won in 2020 and then she retired. And so she technically hasn't ever lost her title for Miss Bikini Olympia. And then we had the winner, Jen Dory, last year in 2021 will also be defending her title. So that's another crazy thing about all of this. And um, did you want to go over just like Issa? Obviously she won. Um, and sure. Yeah. And then Ashley K, her winnings, because those are the other two that are also defending um, yeah, previous so, titles. Yeah. So Issa Pacini will be uh, once again hitting the Olympia stage. Um, she won her title at the Olympia in 2019. Um, so I think that she also, like the past couple of years, have, has fell down a little. And she'll be like working um, strategically to climb her way back up. Um, Ashley Kay, of course, will be there, and she is the three-time Miss Olympia winner. She won in 2013, 14, and 15, so three consecutive titles, um, and currently has, you know, over 37 pro shows won, um, so she's making a lot of records, and um, I think she will definitely be another Miss Olympia going for um, that fourth Miss Olympia win. Yeah, and we have an interesting situation because we're we'll go over the standings from last year, like the top fifteen, and then after that, you know, sixteenth place, everybody else falls in. Um, out of those, what was it, thirty five athletes from last year, which yeah. was a huge number as well. But we we look at the track that when you just mentioned Isa and Ashley, I think it's interesting because, you know, Ashley beat out um, Isa early in the year at the Arnold, but then, uh, you know, the two most like recent shows that they've gone head to head, Isa has won mm-hmm. those. So yeah. I just feel like she's like such a, a wild card. She definitely, um, you know, brings a different element in her front pose. And then Ashley brings a def- different element in her back pose. They're both like yeah. very strong on the opposite sides. So that should be an interesting shakeup. So last year, Ashley won third at the Olympia and Issa won, uh, you know, fifth place. So mm-hmm. we could possibly see some flip-flopping there. I don't know. Um, did you want to kind of go over the other placements from last year? I, I know I already mentioned Jen Dory winning it, but. Yeah, um, I mean, Laura Lee Chapatos, I think, is a big fan favorite this year. Um, she was second at the Olympia last year. She's been dominating on the stage for 2022. Like, um, like she won at the Arnold this year. But the crazy thing about that is if you're looking at her, she's never, like this year, she hasn't gone up against Jen Dory. So while she's, you know, like racking up these first place wins, it'll be very interesting to see her go head to head with Jen Dory and see how that that'll be another shakeup kind of like what you said and that was a one point differential last year and we'll go yep. further into kind of their preps for this year that we've seen but let's let's first hit the rest of last year's standing sure yeah so Maureen um I can never pronounce her last name Blanquisco Thank you. (laughs) She was in fourth place last year. She will be returning this year as well. 
Um, Daraja Hill was in sixth place last year, and she also will be returning. And then um, we also have um, Jennifer Ronzini com- competed last year in the Olympia, solidified her seventh place standing, but she will not be competing this year. That's something um, just to consider. She historically shows up repeatedly to um, plenty of pro shows and those big name shows, especially like the Olympia, but she had some health concerns come up this year. And so um, to my knowledge, I mean, because I don't personally know her, the last I heard is she will not be competing in the Olympia this year. Um, Did you want me to go through the rest or do you want to take a couple? Sure, I can take them. So eighth place was Mermenia Baswalda. And then ninth place, Lauren Dannemiller will not be returning. And we have 10th place, Lucia Malavaz. Am I saying that right? Malavaz? Malavaz. (laughs) We'll say that fast. And then 11th place, Jessica Wilson, the vet. 12th place, Allison Testu. 13th -hmm. place, Jordan Lee. 14th place, Alicia Falcine. Did I say that? Or Falcoon? I don't know. I think it's Facine. Facine? Okay. She's Italian. Yeah. yeah Facine. <laughs> yeah, I should have known that. Pasta. And then 15th place is Erin Stern. And she, interestingly enough, was is a Miss Bikini, or not Miss Bikini Olympia, but Miss Figure Olympia. Yeah. And she has two titles in that, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So, Yeah. Let's kind of go over a couple of these bigger name athletes. So let's talk about the 2020 Miss Bikini Olympia, Janet Laug. And she is, you know, she's had her comeback year. I feel like she is probably one of my most favorite posers and favorite physiques. She just has flow and just like sultry. So just owns and captivates. And I think that something that we've seen as she's competed against these top tier people for her comeback is just that her size was a little bit smaller. Um, Mm -hmm. So like at the New York pro stacked up against other people, you know, she dropped down some spots just due to probably, you know, taking that retirement and things like that. So she is one that, you know, we haven't seen compete in a little bit. So maybe she, was able to, you know, fill out a little bit and get yeah. a little bit more muscle. So we don't know. Um, she, We do know that, you know, she beat out Jen Dory in 2020. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, we'll see what she has to do. Do you have any comments about her? Yeah, I mean, personally, I feel like when I saw her this year, I agree with the, the size thing. I felt like she was very dominant in her shoulders and glutes. And so, like... Um, I'd be very curious to see what adjustments she's made to her physique for this Olympia. Um, and she's been in the Pittsburgh pro and the New York pro this year. So she's definitely not afraid to hit those big stages. So I'll be excited to see her Olympia look. Yeah. Um, okay. So another Miss Olympia we have competing this year is Ashley Kay from the United States, which we've also mentioned miss uh, three time. She's a three time uh, Miss Olympian. Um, and then she has the most pro wins. We m- mentioned that. Interestingly, she did beat Janet at the Pittsburgh Pro this year. Um, so that's where we have like a little bit of shuffling. Um, and then she did 
focus on building some upper body this year. That was part of her judge feedback was just filling out her top a little bit more, like her shoulders and her taper. Um, and I do think that she has done a good job of that. So she's bringing a fuller upper body. Um, definitely nothing like overwhelming, but you could see the difference if you look back at her comparison pictures. Um, and one thing about Ashley is she is consistent. Um, she typically always brings like um, the same level of conditioning um, or at least a similar level. There's no like unexpected changes with her. So I think that as long as her and her coach Adam bring in that like dialed in look that they, I mean, she also lives on the West coast. So I think she'll have like a good idea of like the climate and how to peak her physique properly. So she'll also have that advantage plus the millions of shows of experience that she has under her belt. Um, and like Amy has mentioned with Ashley K, um, Issa has beaten her twice. So um, that, you know, while Ashley's beat Janet, Issa's beat Ashley, this is what I'm saying is like we could not pick because everybody is a fierce contender for this title this year. Um, but Ashley also has won the Arnold UK and she came in third at the Olympia last year. This year, she's racked up 11 total shows, and she's won seven of her 11 shows. So definitely, um, she is a fireball for sure. Yeah, I think something that's going to be to her advantage is doing the 45-second no walk back as mm -hmm. part of the routine. I just, I think, you know, she's always had a solid physique. Um, I think she'd be probably the first one to say that she's come a long way in her posing for sure. Uh, yeah. She's definitely works at it probably harder than anyone um, I'm sure as well, but that is one of her, um, her posing style is just different, I guess, than mm -hmm. like a Laura Lee and a Janet. Um, she just has a different style and I think it will be to her advantage for it to look more like the comparison round for her where it's just yeah. less movement and walking to the back curtain um, when it comes to posing. And then Issa, we talked about her, earlier as well but um i think just pointing out she is from brazil um i think she's had ricardo as her coach for a long long time um her waist is probably the strongest in the ifbb in terms of the tiniest alien waist you could possibly <laughs> envision and her variable like i said before is her um conditioning and her backside and her fullness yeah. so she sometimes overshoots the mark in muscularity for her lats mm -hmm. as well and then doesn't always come on point in the glutes but if she nails that then it's her show to win in my opinion um because she does have one of the best front poses i think in the industry oh hands down she's very captivating to look at especially in that it's just like wild you can't like not look at her mm -hmm. <clears throat> um okay and then of course miss jen dory is our fourth miss olympia and she is from canada and like we mentioned earlier she will be defending her title since she won in 2021 um her feedback was for a little bit tighter conditioning this year i did hear that she went to pittsburgh um, just to get, you know, she hasn't competed at all this year. So her first show coming back is going to be the Olympia. Typically, historically, she's done a warm-up show and then dialed in any little, like, last-minute details for a big event like this. 
Um, but I did hear she went to Pittsburgh, got some judge feedback, and they told her that she will need to come in tighter for this year's Olympia. So um, from what I've seen on Instagram, she's already looking like razor sharp. Um, but also with that bikini look, I think her conditioning level, she just, her body holds like a great bikini conditioning um, where she's not like striated or too hard. She just has a very like round muscle belly, beautiful, like S-curve accentuated conditioning. So, um, so yes, things to take note of is Janet did beat her at the 2020 Olympia. So now they will be going head to head both defending their titles. Um, and I mean, my personal opinion is I just think that she has a great bikini look. So it'll be interesting to see what the judges award this year. Yeah. I feel like she's a more athletic look, um, versus mm-hmm. like, you know, the taller, like her and Ashley K have more of like a athletic Angelica to share a type of like great. very symmetrical, yeah. like very athletic, um, yes. really good depth to their glutes, um, popping shoulders. And then you have like a Janet and a Laura Lee where they're long, very tall, um, really large like muscle. Bar- yeah. And just like very flowy. Um, so for her, so this is my thoughts on her. So she, she usually will. So since she hasn't competed, um, it could go either way. So I think like, for the fact that she's the only one that's rested for 14 months. Um, and this is the longest amount of rest. I think from what I've heard on her YouTube. So she kind of talked about how, you know, in past preps, like she usually doesn't come in like conditioning wise for that first show, right where she needs to be. And that she kind of has to grind with like lower calories, harder cardio. She said this prep has been so much easier because she gave her her body so much time off her body is like a machine her metabolism is responding better um she's doing less cardio she's eating more and she definitely took that judge's uh critique and you know is running with it because this is the tightest and most conditioned i've ever seen her and that's the only thing she really needed to change to be better even though she won so i think she's doing that and she's not going to come out at this first one, like she has in the past, not on mm-hmm. par with your conditioning. I think she's going to be probably one of the tighter heavy hitters there. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very interesting. The juxtaposition of like Janet taking a year off, Jen Dory not competing until the next Olympia. And then you also have like Ashley Kay who com- competes a lot. Um, so it's just very interesting. Like there's so much different, like, prep and bikini there's like no rules there's everybody's unique individual um and it's just very interesting how people pick different strategies for their for their goals and their physique yeah alicia um Gacin from italy mm-hmm. she's oh i think gosh. she's the only one that's done more shows than ashley k yes in a year and you can i don't know some athletes you can see it on them yeah. uh where it's like some you can't so I just yeah yeah I guess it's genetics um did you want to talk a little bit about Laura Lee sure okay okay so we have some other heavy hitters although they haven't been awarded Olympia the Olympian crown yet um Laura Lee Chapados like I said um I think there's a lot of people that are rooting for her this year she's had so many wins um 
my personal opinion is like she is the Kim Kardashian of bodybuilding where there's some people that love her and some people that don't but she's just an absolutely beautiful individual and hard worker and like we mentioned before she's one she was one point away from Jen Dory last year at the Olympia so it'll be very interesting to see them head to head um from what I've seen on Instagram and I've heard some people talk about she's looking a little bit bigger and harder in her her like musculature um (coughs) excuse me and we're just unsure of like what she'll actually look like on stage I do feel like this year you know she did three shows for in 2022 and won all of them she won the Pittsburgh Pro New York Pro and she won the Arnold so she kind of mastered her look So I'd be very interested to see what changes she's made in this time off because it does seem like she has made some, some, uh, I I guess, improvements, you could say. Um, So she is hands down one of the best people with stage presence. Um, She's very captivating. And she did get her second place at the Olympia last year. So she's probably like one of the most fierce contenders who hasn't had a title yet. So I'll be very curious to see what she brings to the O and what the judges think of her look. Yeah. It's interesting too. Cause like her last prep, she had different guidance and then this prep she had and the like Arnold and the New York and Pittsburgh, she had different guidance, like as far mm-hmm. as like prep coach, but then also I've noticed like this year, her training style is very like her intensity is really oh, yeah. hardcore um probably one of the hardest workers in the gym um Uh in terms of intensity I I mean so I don't know what what that will will hold um yeah and then Maureen is kind of like the sleeper I know we mentioned that she got fourth but she also got second at the Arnold um international so that was second to Laura Lee beating out Mm -hmm. people like Issa and Ashley um, she's a force to be reckoned with, in my opinion. Um, she could definitely, uh, you know, she's one of those people that could absolutely be a Miss Bikini at Olympia. I don't know yeah. if it'll be this year or in the future, but I definitely think she's a contender. And she just has, like, that, again, stage presence. Her posing is phenomenal. She's very, mm-hmm. like, flow, just beautiful bikini body um perfect symmetry and balance to her shape in my opinion yeah she very much embodies the bikini look and like you said she won or she got second at the arnold and then like a couple weeks later won boston so she'll definitely be up there i think um in the top tier of athletes that they they want to award this year but um we'll see what she brings because it's also been a while since boston so we shall see. Um, and then we also have Phoebe Hagen, which she just recently won the Battle of Texas, literally six days before the Olympia. Um, she stepped on stage with a brand new physique. Um, I've never seen her look like that. She was definitely sharper. She had like beautiful etched abs. Her glutes were nice and full and round. <clears throat> I feel like she just really nailed her look. So um this will be her first olympia 
yeah, and now she's qualified for next year's Olympia by doing that show right before. Um, so that that show she just won in the Ballad of Texas qualified her for next year's Olympia. This has definitely been the best Phoebe I've ever seen. Like I said, she was in my height class when she won her pro card. So I've seen her from the very beginning. I feel like there's been times when like her back and shoulders have been like too much. Um, at the Arnold, she was too soft. She's made so many improvements to her physique. I know she spent the last three months intensely training. She had been, you know, living, she's from the UK, but she had been living in Dubai. She moved into the bikini house for the last three months to train intensely um, in Vegas. And I do think that it's really helped her a lot. Um, definitely hands down the best physique I've ever seen on her. And she is a very captivating poser as well. She has that similar, like, she's like 5'9", I think. She's very tall, very, um, you know, again, like a, a sultry, but yet like kind of like a cheerleader type of like, bubbliness enthusiasm to the stage she brings like a a very unique um persona and I I'm very curious as to how well she'll do because she actually beat out Deiraja this past weekend at Battle of Texas Deiraja got second she just got so it was Deiraja Hill now it's uh Wiedemoyer is that right am I saying that right her new married name um, I think so I think so so she had gotten married earlier this year. I think it had created a lot of stress. She was, she admitted on YouTube that she's like, don't really recommend it um, unless you're up for a really big challenge. Um, she had talked about how actually her and her coach, Paul Ravella, talked about how right after her wedding, she actually dropped eight pounds because she had had so much stress like leading into the wedding and planning that. And, you know, you do it once in your life supposedly but um so I think like you know there's no getting around that she's also a professional athlete at the same time I think um from what we saw at Texas conditioning is not quite there yet um so you know I think thickness in the waist like on the walk forward can hurt her or in her front pose and then um yeah, just like a little bit of a film like on her legs. So if she tightens up in the next week, who knows? It could be her, hers to lose. But those are my thoughts. She's a great yeah, person. Think, Fantastic individual too. She's got a great attitude. Yeah, and I love her posing. I think she's very, she's beautiful on stage. But I think you're right. Like the conditioning, I think is that last little piece. I know there is some talk about um, bikini being more muscular. Still wondering if she'll have enough size, but again, I think it's just ironing out those last little little details in her peaking, and she'll be good. All right, uh, Romina Baswalda, uh, she just at the very last buzzer at the very last weekend of qualification got this year's qualification to the Olympia. She came in really, really nice at the Atlantic Coast, and she actually beat Ashlyn Little. Her conditioning was on point. Her muscle fullness was on point. Like we mentioned earlier, she had gotten eighth last year. I think she definitely could contend for the top ten again. Um, she just is really – I really like her physique. She's very consistent and has been, you know, bringing – I think she'll be bringing a really great physique to the Olympia this year. 
Yeah, I think she is another one that's very consistent, and you kind of know what to expect from her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she did beat Ashlyn at the Atlantic Coast November of this year, like you mentioned. Um, Ashlyn Little, so we can move on to her, she was 16th at the Olympia last year. Um, so she didn't crack the top 15, but her conditioning wasn't quite um, on point. She has won four pro shows this year, and um, I think it's just the same kind of thing as if her conditioning is nailed. Um, she'll be, like, very, very competitive. Her improvements from last year to this year are crazy, especially looking at her back post. So um, I could definitely see her moving up in the ranks. Yeah, I remember last year, right before the O, she had gotten COVID, and she was really inflamed for like two weeks and it was really difficult for her to prep. Um, that was after her year of, you know, always the bridesmaid, <laughs> never the bride. So she had done a lot of shows getting second place, second place, second place. And so yeah. then she took some time off and it was like her body, um, during that time off of like, you know, she basically had stopped kind of training, had stopped like diligently sticking to her diet. I think the previous year in 2020, she, I believe she got seventh, but I know she was in the top 10. Um, if she brings that conditioning or the conditioning that she brought, um, when she won the pro shows from this year earlier on, I think she's definitely, you know, in a good spot. Um, I know we're kind of running out of time. We have a couple of different people that I think, I mean, in my opinion, I'll just kind of mention the ones that I think have the potential for at least landing in the top 15, if not um, top 10. So somebody that we haven't talked about a lot is Jordan Lee. Um, She's one of my favorites. I love her tight, tiny waist. From her walk forward, it's just like so snatched. (laughs) I just, I love her look this year. Um, I think that her... I'd like to see what she looks like against other competitors um, in those top tiers. She hasn't been at a, you know, a ton other than like the Arnold this year. She did get fifth. She got third at the Arnold UK. So she's hitting some top tier shows and getting some really good placements. She's won three pro shows, um, you know, in October and November. So I just think she's improved since those top tier shows and she's just I, in my opinion, I've seen her, like I saw her at the Phoenix, um, pro and with that she won and she looked amazing. Um, so to me, I really like her posing as well. And she has like a similar Phoebe look where they both have like the curly hair. Um, I just, I love her back taper because her hair is shorter since it's curly. I just love seeing like that V, um, it's different than most other competitors that wear their hair, you know, covering their back. So I just think that's kind of cool, but I know we're not getting really judged in bikini on our backs, but it definitely presents more of an hourglass in that in her situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are there any other ones? I just wanted to mention the people who are here on points. Mm -hmm. So I'll do that real quick. So we have three people that are, made their qualifications to the Lambda on points. Um, Jody Yonker, she had 35 points. Um, Stein Hansen from Denmark, she had 31 points. And Lana Dunbar, which this is her first 
full year as a pro, she qualified for the Olympia on 29 points. Mm-hmm. So Lana has also done 12 shows this year. Um, and I'm mentioning her just because um, she has been like a quick rise to the top. Last year, she won her pro card. Um, and this year, she is qualified for the Olympia. So just someone to watch. Yeah, and she is a natural athlete. So she's had... Mm-hmm quite the year doing 12 shows um along with Jody yeah. doing 12 as well um some other people that are just worth mentioning before we hop off India Polino yeah. the OG she's just definitely you know she's been in a lot of top tier shows throughout her career um and she just made her return back from 2018 I'm excited to see what she brings um Jessica Wilson is a really great um I just, I really love her, Jessica the vet. She's um, representing the USA. I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what Lucia from USA slash Brazil does. Um, Aaron Stern. And then we talked about Alicia. I think um, another one to be like Ivana Escondar. Yeah. Um, so she's last, or she's, she's from Spain and she's won a lot of overseas um, shows. So I'll just be curious to see, um, you know, she won six shows and this is just her second year as a pro. So I'm curious to see how she'll stack up against everyone this year. Any other ones worth mentioning that we haven't talked Um, about? I think you covered most of them. I think, I mean, we could go on and on forever and ever. Yeah. Cause there's 58. (laughs) We haven't even cracked. Yeah. And everybody obviously is worth mentioning. We have some like like new pros hitting the Olympia stage, there's more than one. Mm-hmm. And then we have veterans coming back. And we also have the um, the pros from overseas coming over here to compete again, because I don't think there was as much of that last year. Um, I know the, the circuit over in, yeah, the circuit over in Europe is like back and running again. So we have people popping up over there, winning their pro cards, dominating shows over there, and they're coming over to the U.S. So it'll be interesting to see the um competitors against each other um head to head and see what kind of things you know i mean i wouldn't want to be a judge this is going to be the the hardest (laughs) job for these judges but there's going to be a lot of variables and a lot of things to see um and i'll be curious to see what the european uh, pros bring to this american stage sometimes you know, their posing is a little bit different, so they stand out in that aspect or their embellishments of their jewelry or maybe a little bit of their suit design is different. So um, there's going to be a lot to see, basically. I just keep saying, going back to that motto. Um, but, yeah, it'll be really exciting. Yeah, and if you want, if you're going to be at the Olympia, we would love to meet you. Uh, I always, It always makes me so excited when I hear about our listeners and who listens to the show and things like that. So please uh, come up, you know, introduce yourselves and let us know that you listen. We always appreciate that. Um, And then we will both be walking in the Angel Olympia fashion show. And so that's at 3.30 on Saturday. Am I saying that correctly? I believe so. That's the latest update we have. Yes. And I mean, shameless plug, Use the code GLAMGIRL, all caps, for your discounts on your Angel Competition bikini suits. But Angels is just such a generous company, and I feel like they're 
you know, their motto or their mission behind their company is super awesome where they just are, you know, all about giving confidence to females and female empowerment. And I think it's going to be a fun weekend of connecting with other females in the industry on a deeper level. And then just, you know, these fashion shows, I think that confidence tagline kind of says it best because, you know, different people, like I'm personally like, you know, in my reverse and, um, you know, some people are deep into their improvement season, but we kind of celebrate women in all seasons. And I think that's pretty cool as well. So give us a shout if you see us and, um, we will be doing our recap, you know, episode, after the Olympia to tell you what our thoughts were on all of this craziness. So if you would like to apply for the team, you can go to glamgirlbikini.com and hit the get started button. If you would like to find us on Instagram, you can go to at prep life podcast or at glam girl bikini. This is your founder and CEO from glam girl bikini, Amy Anger signing off with my fabulous co-host. And this is Chris Nicole, glam girl bikini coach and IFBB bikini pro. Thanks for listening, everyone.